I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday here. We'll get to contest picks with Joe and Paul, and we'll finalize our survivor play for week five coming up in about 20 minutes. Lightning bets coming your way. It's a, I mean, it's a heavy lightning bet segment. We got baseball today, four MLB playoff games, college, of course, our five best NFL bets all coming up. But we got two more games to roll through, and then we'll talk some props that we like for week five. Bengals-Ravens Sunday night. One of the games of the week. I mean, I, I like this as a Sunday night game. I'm excited to watch this as a standalone. Bengals in Baltimore. Kind of the place they went last year in October and kind of started to change the narrative. Like, they they became the team in that division around this time last year when they went there. I remember we were on it that week. We took them as, like, six-point dogs, you know, with the points. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs right now in this game at BetMGM. 48 on the total. My first instinct is a Ravens bounce back coaching advantage for Baltimore here. I still think this Ravens team is really good, even though they're two and two, they've had two weird losses at home, right? They were up big in both games significantly against Miami and then up 17 against the bills and Buffalo came back. If, if I have one trepidation, I'm starting to wonder in Baltimore, if there's I'm not saying they've stopped believing in John Harbaugh, but you see the Marcus Peters thing slamming his helmet down last week when he went for the fourth down, they didn't get it. This week, they, he wouldn't talk to the media. Harbaugh's very aggressive. I wonder if it's rubbing the defense the wrong way. Because I wonder if they take it as he doesn't believe in us. He might be right to, to make these decisions. But I, I weird vibes with the Ravens. I do like him this week, though. What we're, what we're hearing a lot of was what happened in 2021. In week seven, Cincinnati 41, Baltimore 17. In week 16, Cincinnati 41, Baltimore 21. You've got to throw the ignore that second game completely. That was a Josh Johnson game. Doesn't matter. But they did score 41 on you. They did. And they were they were rolling last year. Uh so that that's been brought up. I, I actually look at it from the other perspective that that's a revenge spot. A divisional foe embarrassed you twice last year embarrassed you so i i and we're coming off that loss of the bills controversial loss with the way harbaugh handled handled it to some not to me but to some they didn't like uh what he was doing i mean they could easily be four and oh these two close home losses they were trailing by a combined 14 seconds in those two games and to be four and oh with the way that their defense has performed pretty impressive 
Now, I will say maybe they're turning the corner here because on the defensive end, the Ravens are getting healthier, and they held the Bills to 23. If you hold the Bills to 23, that's a, an amazing accomplishment. And you tell Harbaugh before the game, listen, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do, but you're going to hold Buffalo to 23 points. takes it every time. I think a lot of, a lot of situations they're going to win in that specific spot. So I do like the Ravens, but I like them if it's three. If it's three and a half, we're three and a half right now, but MGM, right? Yeah, we're at three and a half, yeah. I'm not, ta- I'm not taking the Ravens at that number. I've got to get the three. Um, I've been very down on what I've seen from Zach Taylor and this uh, Bengals offense. They could be doing so much more, but they're choosing to just kind of pass on it. I don't, I don't understand. That's going to come back and burn them at some, some point. They can't run the football. That's been a big problem. And at some, and we do have to say, look, look. I mean, yeah, you have Joe Burrow, and almost any team would love to have him, but the offense is not performing. They're 28th in the NFL in yards per play. They're 27th in offensive DVOA. They're 31st in rush EPA. The, the defense is carrying the weight for the Bengals, which has been a surprising thing in the first month that they sit here at 2-2. Two and two. But uh, the Ravens' offense has been awesome. And if Lamar's on, yeah, good job, Bengals' defense. I still give the, the advantage over to Baltimore. And they're going to get their first win. I, I like the Ravens in this spot as long as you're getting the number of three. I like the over. Um, the Ravens' offense has, yeah. I mean, you just said it. They they look so good, averaging 29.8 points per game against some really good teams and defenses. Um, the Bengals' offense, uh, you know, it's okay, but they have scored 27 points in the past two games. Um, as you mentioned, the Bengals' defense has looked solid, but the Ravens' defense that is their weakness now. Um, so I think the over 47 and a half is a good look here. Yeah, I like that. These teams will, will score points. Um, the Bengals will have to throw it to win this game. They're running offense. I mean, you, you mentioned the Ravens defense and how bad they've been against the runs. Does it matter with Joe Mixon? His prop has been dropped to 56 and a half. He's been, he, he just looks like he's running in cement. It's, it yeah. looks bad. So <laughs> yards we'll after contact, if, he's given you nothing, nothing. He goes it's down right, right away. Now. Yeah, I am looking at T. Higgins too. He's look at T. Higgins last calendar year. His numbers are pretty comparable to Jamar Chase on his side. T. Higgins made a I lot know. of plays for that offense. So no. uh, we could get a shootout, Aaron. I, I, I think your call on the points is uh, is a good one. All right, one more game: Raiders at the Chiefs on Monday night. We'll do a lot of this game Monday, but quick thoughts. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is the history here, and that is Mahomes <laughs> against the Raiders. Now, they've changed coaching, right? It's been different coordinators, Gus Bradley for a little while. Now it's uh, Patrick uh, Graham. I mean, it's different people. But when he sees silver and black on the other side, he lights it up. I mean, this it's it's remarkable. I think he's played eight games in his career against the Raiders. He, the Chiefs are averaging 37 points a game against the Raiders since Mahomes took over. He has just destroyed this team. We are up to are we at seven and a half now? No, we're seven. Now we're still sitting at seven. Fifty-one the total. Seven. Chiefs seven Monday night. I do like Kansas City. I, I do like them in this game. It'll be a popular teaser play for damn sure. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Total over fifty. Anybody else notice that um, the NFL is having certain teams play back-to-back weeks in primetime? Bengals. We just talked about them. Chiefs. Chiefs doing it. Is it Broncos? Broncos. Yeah. What's the twice? thing behind that? 
one and two. Yeah, um, sun- yeah. Right? Sunday night football, then last night? Monday. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw you three Broncos primetime. Monday, Sunday, Thursday. Oh. We've had three Russell Wilson and Daniel Hackett games already on primetime. Maybe that's why everyone hates on them right now. We're tired of watching them play. Yeah, because they suck. And don't they have more coming up? I think they do. You might have to. Oh, please. Can we flex them out? Can we get? Can we make they're some mo- changes here? They're Monday next week. They are. They've got a London game against Jacksonville. Oh, they've good. got a a Sunday night game against Kansas City. Oh, dude, you got to flex out of that one. Get it. Week third. Out. Week fourteen. Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do a full breakdown on Monday. Just initial initial thoughts on this. Is you're right. The history is a good point. And my question is, is this a Pat Mahomes against the Raiders thing? Or is this a Pat Mahomes against Gus Bradley thing? Because Gus Bradley was there and he was torching him throughout his time when he was the Raiders defensive coordinator. So I wonder about that. It just might be that that Pat Mahomes is just that darn good. Uh, The total is going to be an interesting play. Uh, Raiders have really struggled in the red zone. They're near the bottom the league uh not much explosion but i'm surprised how much they're leaning on josh jacobs early on in the season i wasn't expecting that uh from mcdaniel so maybe he's bringing it's a lot of Devonte, it's a lot of josh jacobs but uh it's gonna be fun man just you playmakers all over the field i'm looking forward to this matchup uh yeah the teaser there's gonna be a as long as people hit that first leg for the books they're gonna be rooting for the raiders and I don't think it'll. They're going to be able to move this out of teaser teaser land, but so. uh, I mean, they could if they want to. Could it get to nine? It could. We're going to go two points in between now and Monday. I guess we could get there. It could, but yeah, yeah. Um, the props are going to be fun as opposed to last night. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Vegas past DVOA is trash. Twenty second. So feel free to look at some Chiefs props there. Yes. All right. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter Renfro is going to be back, it looks like, too, for the first time in a couple of weeks. So maybe he changes some things for Vegas. All right. Speaking of props, let's talk about some of the ones that we have kind of eyed up here. We'll give lightning bets out. I'm sure some of us will have props as part of our, our five best bets of the week. But what, what's standing out prop-wise? Aaron, you and I talked earlier about – uh, George Pickens over his receiving yards total. I like that one a lot. The other one I was thinking about in that game, that's a little risky because he, he could be overwhelmed. But if the Steelers are down, Kenny Pickett's completions, it's at 20 and a half, I think I saw it earlier this morning. Trubisky was getting over this number. I mean, like if, if they're down a lot, right, he's going to be in the 30s, 37, 38 attempts. He actually had a pretty good completion percentage last week. Remember, the ball didn't hit the ground against the Jets. It just went into the Jets' hands three times, which which obviously is not good for the Steelers. But he was completing his passes last week. I imagine they're going to have some short stuff early to get him in a rhythm. I like that one. Pick it over the completion number on, on, on Sunday against the Bills. They're down in the game, got a throw to try to get back in it. So those two stood out in the um, in the Bills-Steelers game to me. 
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What are you guys thinking? Well, well, I'm thinking Delvin Cook but mm-hmm. by a million. The number is 78 and a half. The number is too short. The Bears can't stop the run. It hits every week. And part of the, part of the reason why it's such a strong play is because when you think about game script, the Bears are not going to be in a position where they're up on a team two to three touchdowns, okay? So so the opposition knows they can't stop the run. They're going to keep on running it. And they're, they end up going against a good back in this spot. Last week it was Saquon. This week it's Dalvin Cook. He was very close to this number against New Orleans, a team year after year that is great at stopping the run. He had 76 rushing yards, went for 96 over the lines. Week one, he went for 90 against Green Bay. Green Bay is another team that can't stop the run. And what they do, they gave them 20 chances. They gave them 20 chances this last week. So they should give them 20 chances this week against the Bears defense. So I, I love that play of uh, Delvin Cook. Over 78.5 rushing yards is something that just keeps on hitting. I, I played it with Saquon. I played it with Pierce. I played it with Aaron Jones. So it's cruised the last few weeks against the Bears D. And I, I'm wondering if these numbers – stay reasonable in the 70s even against top backs because when you look at some of the metrics the bears are not at the at the very bottom somehow in the metrics they don't look like those lions numbers they're in the 20s but they're not bottom five so uh cook is by far my favorite player prop of the weekend and speaking of cook geno smith has been cooking and you know a couple players who have benefited from that Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. So let's start with Tyler Lockett. Over 64 and a half receiving yards. Last week at Detroit, 91 yards against Atlanta, 76 against San Francisco, 107 against Denver week one, only 28. But I like him to go over 64 and a half. DK Metcalf over five and a half receptions. It's plus 110. Saints pass DVOA is 13th. Last week, DK had seven receptions at Detroit, five against the Falcons, 
four at San Fran, a really good defense, by the way, and seven against Denver week one. So I think those are um, a couple of looks. Another one I was looking at, um, Aaron Jones, over 58 and a half. Um, he had 110 last week against the Pats, uh, 36 at Tampa, but allegedly they're one of the best defenses in the league. 132 against Chicago and 49 um, at the Vikings. So I think that's another interesting look for the Giants. I like Packers those. Game. Yep. Let me give you one more. Dallas Goddard, 44 and a half at BetMGM right now, receiving against the Cardinals. Cardinals allowing the third most yards per game to the tight ends. Goddard's averaging 60 yards a game this year. I mean, you're getting a full 15 yards under for this over under what he's averaging. He's gone over the total three of four games. And he's had a couple drops. I mean, I think he could be even higher if he's if he holds on to the ball. Like he's averaging 60 yards a game. He's had drops. Um, so they're average. They're, they're giving up the second most yards to tight ends. Goddard could be in it for a big day. It's funny. It's the Zach Ertz game, right? But it's it's like yeah. the two things because Ertz being traded opened the door for Goddard to take that job and be the number one guy. Mm -hmm. I, I could see I could see him having a big game. So Goddard over 44 and a half. One more I looked at. Justin Herbert longest completion. He, he was still bombing the ball down the field last week, and the Browns allow a lot of big plays in the passing game. I mean, even Baker threw the ball down the field against them a couple times. I mean, if Baker could do it, Justin Herbert could do it. Longest completion, I think, was like 36 and a half last time I looked. I, mm. As long as Herbert's upright, I think he has one of those during this game. Uh, yeah, Paul mentioned the Ertz, uh, Ertz ones. So those numbers are four and a half receptions, 45 and a half yards. Those aren't bad looks. And uh, Joe G, we, we hit on it earlier in the game breakdown, but it's not posted yet. Just I, I would look for these numbers over the weekend. Damian Harris and Stevenson, those rushing yard props are not posted anywhere. Uh, last week, going against Green Bay, a soft rush defense, they both flew over, and they were both in the 40s. So I would expect it, maybe it's ticked up a little bit, but I, I don't I don't think it gets into the 50s between the two backs. And I would play them both. You think that we're waiting on the Mac Jones designation there? If he's out, higher rushing total for those two guys? wonder why they're waiting. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, neither has an injury designation. Maybe that could be a little bit of it because the point spread would change if uh, if Mac right. Jones is in. Obviously, game script could change too if he's playing. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, Rebecca UL Daily. All right, contest picks. Where are Joe and Paul? Analyze Survivor next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.